Rachel and Natalie and we are the sisters that bring you Insta Mamas the podcast where we talk everything from foster care to adoption to healthy clean living motherhood and and everything everything in between thanks for listening hi this is Rachel and I'm one of the two that bring you Insta Mamas We were going to do a super fun podcast and talk about the art of storytelling and tell you some stories from our childhood because we feel kind of in today's society that storytelling got kind of lost. But unfortunately, we can't do any storytelling when Natalie's got the bug. And believe me, you don't want to hear her talk right now. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I sound like a cartoon character, so we're not going to do a 30 minutes of me talking like this. (laughs) I mean, we could, but who wants to listen to that? Hey. (laughs) Um, And also, we have an interview with one of our mamas. She is actually an international traveling mama. Natalie did an interview with her, and I'm really excited for you guys to hear it. She is one of the most sweetest, down-to-earth, most awesome moms, and I think you're really going to enjoy this. This week has been good. Uh, Well, I guess this last week since we last recorded. It's been pretty good. The fall weather has been beautiful. My daughter and I went on a hike yesterday. It was about four miles, but... Not too many steep climbs. We're going to go to the corn maze tomorrow and then the pumpkin patch on Friday. So we have a full schedule of fall stuff going on. Oh, and then on Saturday, we Natalie and I are doing a suicide prevention walk. And also, if you have any topics that you're interested in hearing about or want to know more about us or have any questions or even concerns... Uh, please be nice because I'm like super sensitive. But we have an email called instamamas19 at gmail.com. You can also reach us at my Instagram, fosteringhealth89, Natalie's Instagram, Natalie underscore clean living 1990. Wow, Natalie, could your username be any longer? <laughs> and you can also listen to our other podcasts on Spotify, Anchor, Google. And hopefully iTunes will let us approve our show. But that's what I have to say. And stay tuned for this awesome, awesome interview. Thanks, everyone, for listening. We really appreciate the support. I'm so excited to come here to you today. This is Natalie, and I'm going to be interviewing my dear friend, Rissa. Um, She has some exciting things to talk to us about motherhood today and all kinds of other things as well. She has been married for 12 years and has two lovely children. She has hosted exchange students from all around the world in her home, and she and her husband have traveled all over the world as well. She has a love for all things Asian, from the culture to the food to the people, and that is why her whole family is moving to Asia to do humanitarian work. Rissa and her family love camping adventures, practical jokes, silliness, and being involved in their wonderful community. Rissa is a wonderful friend of mine, an excellent cook, and a sweet but also strong-hearted woman. Don't let her kind, soft voice fool you because she is a fierce and loving mother who is training her children for success. Please welcome Rissa. Hi, how are you guys doing? I know, listen to her sweet voice, but she she's a fierce mama. Rissa, I'm so excited to have you here today. So let's just get started into the questions. Um, Tell us at least three interesting things about yourself. Interesting things. Hmm. That's a good question. Um, I enjoy homeschooling. I speak more than two languages. I'm learning my third. Wow. I guess Spanish, I'm not by any means fluent, but I can work my way around that one. But yeah, we're learning... Um, 
the language that we're going to over in Asia. We're learning that one as we speak. It's a little different than English. It's kind of harder. <laughs> I know how to <laughs> say hello, goodbye, that tastes yummy. Mm -hmm. I know the word for water. I can sometimes count to 10, and I definitely know the word for bathroom. That oh. one's a really important one. Yeah, that's wherever you go. Yeah. And do you feel like your kids are picking up the language pretty well? Um, well, they haven't done a whole lot of work, but they know the same words that I do. <laughs> um, and they, for the most part, my oldest mem remembers all of them. Mm -hmm. They'll probably get it right quickly. <laughs> yeah. I know I got a little tear like choked up when I was saying the 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 bio because I just uh -huh. I'm going to miss oh, you guys so much, but I'm so know, excited I'm for your next you adventure. Too. So, oh, and I bet your kids are just Yeah. They're going to have so many experiences. It's just crazy. They're so, really excited for the food and the elephants. Oh, the elephants. Mm -hmm. Yes. That would be like the first thing I would do when I get to There's Asia. my other interesting thing. I really yeah. like elephants. Yeah. It's one of my favorite animals. Have you ever ridden an elephant? <laughs> yeah, twice. Oh my gosh. That's They're so really exciting. fun. <laughs> nice, big, wonderful yeah. creatures. My favorite animal mm -hmm. too. Um, so let's see. Tell us a little bit about your family, you know, your family culture. What's fun, weird, special about you guys? We, <laughs> there's a lot of things that's fun and weird. <laughs> we like to go camping. Um, we don't go camping as much as we like to, but we kind of joke around that now we're going to be kind of camping for the rest of our lives. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, we like learning other languages. It's really fun. We have a contest of how many languages we can remember on how to say hello, oh. which is kind of funny. We like eating all sorts of food. My kids are not really picky. I mean, there's some things that it's like, I don't like that very much, Mom. Can we just have that like once in a while? <laughs> Which is great. Um, and then they just, my kids like to play at the playground and do sports. And we just really like spending time with each other and mm -hmm. with family and friends. And we really like to just help other people and just make them a part of the family. That's really cool. Yeah, and anyone who goes to your house just gets to be assimilated in the family, which is really fun. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I remember hearing kind of a funny story. What happened when uh, you tried to go camping with uh, your dog and your friend's dog? Oh, um, well, she, our dog, um, Bella, she threw a fit. I didn't know she was as much of an indoor dog as she is. <laughs> I put her little dog house in the grass and just because I thought it would be more comfortable for her. She could <laughs> lay in the grass. She was so upset that she sat in the gravel and then kept throwing dirty looks at us like, I'm so mad at you, mom. What have you done to me? And then a thunderstorm came and she peed all over our bedding <laughs> and, and like totally freaked out. And I'm like, um, I, I think this is your last camping trip. <laughs> Ever. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> and yeah, kind of. Uh, we can maybe. laugh at it. We can laugh about it now, but I'm like, um, I think we're gonna go doglessness next time. <laughs> <laughs> I know our little furry friends. We just love them mm -hmm. so much. Yeah. Well, um, I know we've talked a little bit about it already, but you've homeschooled your children. Mm -hmm. What was that like for you? Kind of maybe explain kind of like day to day for homeschooling, and mm -hmm. maybe talk about what led you to that. Well, um, might be easier to talk about what led us to that point first. Mm -hmm. um, I actually grew up in a public school, and my husband did a private Christian school. And so that was kind of two different worlds altogether, but it was a really kind of a cool mix. And 
we know a lot of moms who have done that all the way through their kids' whole education. And we've seen the fruit that has come from it and just all the family time that they were able to spend and all of that that goes with it and being able to teach them um, good, solid values and principles that we really mm-hmm. want to make sure we instill in our kids. So that kind of showed us that I think this is the direction that we want to go with our kids and also knowing that we were going to be going overseas. We wanted to do that even before we had kids and actually even before we were married. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so we started that in preschool and it was oh, just wow. real easy to transition to kindergarten um, and it was a really big blessing. It was incredibly hard and there were some days where I had like one or two friends I could call and going, I can't do this anymore. I am failing. Uh, I stink. <laughs> um, and they would just remind me, you can do this. If I can do this, you can do this. And mm-hmm. you're doing a great job. And there are always these hard days. You should just sleep on it before you decide to just give up on it. And mm-hmm. by the next day, I was like, oh, this is a great day. <laughs> you know, you get That's to do good. all these different hands-on things and out-of-the-box things and lots of like field trips. It's yeah. like, hey, uh, we don't have anything going today. You finished all your homework. You want to go to the zoo or this museum or that one? We really want to try the Idaho um, museum that just opened. Oh, yeah. I grew up going there. Uh-huh. And so I really want to take the kids there before we take off. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's actually going to work. but um. have so much going on before then. <laughs> yeah. One, I know, just having been a teacher, mm-hmm. I wanted to go on a field trip. I had to get it, like covered by the yeah. superintendent and mm-hmm. the bus garage and the yeah. lunch people and mm-hmm. the principal. And that was, if I could get everything, then we had to have permission slips mm-hmm. from 80 parents and field trips <laughs> That's a lot were of work. a lot of work. We took a break from homeschooling last year and I really missed it. And so we're really Aww. excited to go back into it. And um, over where we're going to be, we have other um, families that are English speaking, mm-hmm. <laughs> not a not all of them are American. Yeah. Um, that they have kids about the same age, and so mm-hmm. we'll be able to have a community around us over there too, which is going to be a really big blessing. Mm-hmm. It's hard to be on your own. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and so when you're in Asia, you're mm-hmm. going to continue to homeschool mm-hmm. then. So that's yeah. cool. So that won't be yeah different for them. It's really important to have a good, solid community around when you're homeschooling. Um, it helps like the kids out, especially since I'm not good at everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I know that. Some moms are really good at science, some are good at history. Like, I love history and languages. Those are, like, my favorite parts. Yeah. Like, art, I am, that is, I am so challenged in art. (laughs) So, yeah. Like, um, I'm going to need help on that one. That's good. Um, And then music, it's Mm -hmm. like, that's not my forte. I Mm -hmm. enjoy music, and Mm -hmm. I like to plunk around on my piano or ukulele and Mm -hmm. Oh, you sound great. Oh, thanks. (laughs) Still learning. (laughs) But they're, like the kids, they get to have a little bit of everything. It's like, hey, I heard you like this. Can you help my kids learn a little bit about that? Wow. And so it's fun. Like even when we go to the chiropractor, hey, can you tell my son, you know, Mm -hmm. can you teach him about this? Um, Yeah. And so he's always like intently listening, like, yeah, how do you pop pop mom's back back into place? (laughs) Here, let me show you. No, 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 I'm good. <laughs> well, that's just like such a learning experience. Yeah, I mean, how, you don't get to see that every day. And Yeah, true. Well, even we were kind of talking before we, 
we uh, started the interview, but you were talking about mm-hmm. how even just going to the market is such yeah. an adventure and so different than yeah. grocery shopping here. Mm-hmm. But do you want to speak to some of that a little bit? Oh, man. <laughs> Asia markets, because you've been there before. Yeah, we've been there a few times, mm-hmm. and I really enjoy the market. I think it's fun and exciting. You get to see the culture. And I enjoy bartering. That was something that was passed down from my family and <laughs> yard sailing. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. And so it's really interesting to see all the different things. I'm a little hesitant about the meat market, but um, there are foods over there that I've never seen. And something that, that like there, there's like a squirrel, but it doesn't look like a squirrel. Uh-huh. But it, they, you know, they find that. Like, yummy, I guess. It's like laying on the table, <laughs> yeah. full, like has its hair and uh-huh. everything's to, oh, fur, yeah. I guess. And there's a lot of live, live animals, so oh. I think that you can buy a live animal and they'll prepare it for you, which <laughs> you know it freaks fresh. me out, but hey, it's a good, solid, fresh meat. Oh. And then, you know, you see all the different parts and the kids are like, what's that, mom? I was like, are you sure you want to know? <laughs> <laughs> like, let's eat it first and then decide if we, yeah. I'll tell you what it is. We always have the one mm. bite rule. Like, mm-hmm. you have to try it. Be no thank you bite. A no thank you bite. Yep, that's exactly what we call it. Oh, that's and so, so cool. there were a couple times at a friend's house um, here in the States where mm-hmm. we had some interesting looking meat, and halfway through, I didn't even realize what I was eating, but it was tripe. <laughs> and that was the first time I had eaten it. And I'm like, oh, wait a minute. I think I recognize this. But it's not normal beef. <laughs> You're like, hi. But it tastes good, so I guess it's okay. I'm Duh. just going to keep eating it. Wow, you guys are so brave. I just... Oh, sometimes I'm not brave. <laughs> I can't eat frogs yet. I'm oh. a little freaked out. <laughs> yeah, you'll come back and visit, and you'll be like, oh, yeah, mm-hmm. we have frogs once a week. It's one of our staples, and I'll uh-huh. be like... Okay. Anyway, <laughs> well, actually, this kind of leads into my next question. Um, so, your children can use chopsticks. They're familiar with geography mm-hmm. and cultures around the world. Yeah. How did you instill that multiculturalism within your family? I think it just happened naturally. Really? Because we we've wanted to go overseas for so long, and we just naturally um, see those people like in the market, and just naturally want to talk to them. And even though we don't look Asian, they do. <laughs> And so it's like, hi, how are you? I mean, we're really careful to make sure we're respectful and not saying, hey, are you Chinese? Because they might just be American, (laughs) born and raised. Um, But it's just, you know, it's just been something that's been fun. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, American culture is so multicultural naturally. Yeah. We have so many people that are red, yellow, black, and white, and somewhere in between. And so just being... loving towards people in general Mm -hmm. has naturally taught us to really enjoy other people's culture and it's fun to learn about other cultures and families and so it's been really good we've just you know we've we helped out with um, world relief which has been a blessing so we naturally helped with um, like three different regions of the world one in particular that is Asian, of course, <laughs> just because we knew that culture so well. Yeah. And it's been really fun watching the kids learn and even learn to play with kids without even needing English. Yeah. That's one blessing, being multicultural. It's like, you don't have to speak English. Mm-hmm. We'll still hang out and play. <laughs> yeah. That's so cool. Yeah. And it's just something they'll just jump in and you'll, yeah. you know, they'll learn the language mm-hmm. so fast. And I think it's cool just, you know, with where we live there's so many mm-hmm. like immigrant and refugee yeah. families 
it's just so normal part of your day. Yeah. You like see someone mm-hmm. at the mar- at the grocery store or whatever. Yeah, and we've really taught you them know. how to take care of others and be compassionate, mm-hmm. and just watching the families come in and being scared and not sure of what they're going to experience and. How do you use a computer and yeah. how do you flush the toilet? It's like I never thought I'd have to teach someone those things or if even how to use flush, an oven. Yeah, if you don't have a flush toilet, like yeah. it's it's a whole series of things mm-hmm. and oh my gosh, yeah. So, so yeah. I know as we're getting ready to go to India, mm-hmm. Rissa has like given us oh, so much advice on how to like fun. navigate that part of the world mm-hmm. and just the things I'm learning, I'm like yeah. Okay. Hand sanitizing wipes. I'm gonna need to have everywhere. Everywhere. <laughs> but even just like all the fun, like yeah, you know, things that we just don't even think about. Mm-hmm. I mean, when someone moves here, it's the same thing. They're like, yeah, you said scared, and oh, that's so cool. Well, speaking of people coming here, you've also hosted a lot, uh, several exchange students. Mm-hmm. Why don't you just tell us about the difference between having teenagers? And you know, your kids are <laughs> are younger. Um, mm-hmm. Just what were some of the challenges and funny things and one of the challenges that we faced was learning their culture oh, yeah. and what's normal for them and how they interact with their parents or their ad- like adults in their culture has been really helpful. Oh yeah. Cause you know, I mean, in, we had one gal from Germany and mm-hmm. they're so used to being like upfront and very some, for me, painfully direct, like yeah. mom, take me to the grocery store today. Uh, excuse me. Like, please <laughs> and thank you. <laughs> so it's been helpful for me to learn, oh, this is normal for them. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean she's saying, take me there now. She's saying, Mom, I'd like to go there today. Mm-hmm. Is that possible? Yeah. But she would say it in a very different way. Yeah. Whereas, like, over in Asia, they would do the roundabout way and, like, you know, sometimes, like, our Japanese student was very respectful and sometimes wouldn't even ask. Wow. Even if they needed to go. And I'd be like, oh, I'm going to Walmart today. Would you like to come with me? Yeah, that would be great. And she, like, <laughs> needed to go for several yeah. days. But, uh-huh. you know, she just didn't. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah. And so it was really fun, like, learning how they communicate best and mm-hmm. also learning, is this a behavior that is also inappropriate in their culture? And correcting okay. them on that and being like, yeah. you know, I don't think that you talk to your mom like this because that's not okay here. And I... I'm pretty sure it's not okay there. (laughs) And so we came across some of those and also learning how they dress. Oh yeah. Like the Europeans, for me, it's uncomfortable with how, how little clothing sometimes they're used to wearing in the summer. Mm -hmm. And then, um, like, I don't want to see your belly. I don't want to see your legs like that far up. And I don't want to see anything else in between. Um, (laughs) and then teaching them if the school says these are the dress codes and it also applies at our house. So that was kind of a nice gauge for them. Oh, that's good. Yeah. I mean, yeah, mm-hmm. all teenagers yeah. try to push. And you're like, how much of that uh-huh. is cultural? Yeah. And how much of it is like, yeah. you know, just regular teenage behavior? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah. The one from Japan, like I had never had to worry. She would wear a sweater when it was 90 degrees out and she'd be fine. <laughs> like, oh. Yeah, it's just mm-hmm. so funny learning the different yeah. cultures. Learning new things, like mm-hmm. from their cultures. Like I learned a little bit of Japanese and I already knew German. I used to be fluent, but not so much anymore. <laughs> I mean, it's fun to learn about those new cultures and mm-hmm. how things apply. And I think my German actually got better. Well, I'm glad that you guys got to have that experience. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'm going to cry with this next one, but let's talk about the move. Mm-hmm. How are you preparing your kids for this huge life change? Um, 
one step at a time. Yeah. <laughs> We've talked to them a lot and saying, you know, we talk a lot about how are you feeling? Just so you know, that's normal. Mm-hmm. It's okay to cry. It's okay to be excited. It's okay to feel those things at the same time. <sighs> and then also teaching them what's going to be different. And it's okay to ask questions. And it's okay to get upset sometimes because sometimes mommy feels a little emotional about this too. Mm-hmm. So letting them know, you know, it's hard for mommy too. And sometimes yeah. it's, I don't, you know, I'm not confident in some ways. And then the next day it's like, okay, I've got this. We're good in this area. Mm-hmm. And then just learning, learning about the culture has helped mm-hmm. and how it's different. Yeah. And then just saying, it's okay to be yourself and you get to do a whole bunch of amazing things and you get to make new friends and We'll get to add new family members to our family yeah. just because, you know, they'll become like family over there, coworkers and mm-hmm. people that are our neighbors and friends. Mm-hmm. It's like they'll feel like family too. And, yeah. you know, we get to come home and visit. Yeah. <laughs> That's helped a lot. Well, and you can't be around your family mm-hmm. for very long without feeling like you're just one of the, the yeah. pack, uh-huh. you know? Yeah. <laughs> oh, and it's so exciting too because I feel like. You know, we were talking to your kids the other day and been like, what mm-hmm. are you so excited for? And like, mm-hmm. what foods are you going to miss? Yeah. And I think your son was like, oh, I, my favorite food is rice. And we're like, <laughs> um, I think there's going to be enough rice where you're going. Yeah, true. Yeah. And he loves chopsticks. Oh, yeah. And it's amazing, like, how good your kids are at, mm-hmm. at doing chopsticks. And I love your daughter, too. She wants to write. What did you say she wanted to write? Oh, she wants to write adventure stories about what we experience, and so she's really excited about that. She loves writing stories. Yeah. You're like, I hope it's uh, not too eventful, but yeah. Yeah. But oh, yeah, she's a good little writer, and it's yeah. just so, the experiences they're getting at mm-hmm. such a young age is yeah. just going to be, I don't know, mm-hmm. invaluable for the rest of their lives. Yeah, that's I true. Think. And it's good to, to let them know, like, it's mm-hmm. okay to have these big emotions, like, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, I am not even going and just being your friend and all your friends are having really big emotions (laughs) and we're all really sad you're going, but Mm -hmm. we're also really happy that your dream is coming true after all this time. So Mm -hmm. kind of along with that, what are some experiences your children are going to have that they might not have had here in the U.S.? A big one is language. Yeah. Like to be fully immersed in a language that's not your own is really valuable and it's really hard, but also being immersed also makes it easier to learn the language. Mm -hmm. And then I think just all the different animals and foods and the cultural changes, I think they'll be really in tune to people who are different and being able to adapt to being those like connected friendship wise with other people of different nations. Yeah. It'll make them more aware. And we've kind of, we've had classes that teach us about how to help what they call third culture kids, which when you have your culture and your new culture, it eventually ends up bringing a third one together because you mix the two. Oh, wow. And so it's kind of neat. It's like, it's a really valuable thing. It's challenging, but it'll really help maybe even encourage others who are coming to the United States culture and Mm -hmm. being like, I don't know what I'm doing. I feel so out of place. They'll be like, oh, I've been there. Uh, When I grew up in Asia, I had to eat a squirrel. No, I don't know. I'm just kidding. (laughs) They also have porcupine too. I was like, I'm not ready for that one. Wow. (laughs) 
never expected oh, that. Yeah, I was like, like, oh, we have those here too. You're like, just come get your porcupine. Oh my gosh, that's <laughs> that's crazy to me. Yeah. So I guess kind of along those lines, are you afraid they're going to struggle to assimilate, or have you? Um, I mean, you guess you've taken that class to help you. Mm-hmm. I yeah. think they will struggle in some ways, but I think they'll probably excel faster than my husband and I. <laughs> Because they're so young, yeah, that's they true. can easily adapt a little more flexibly to, especially the language. Kids mm-hmm. pick up the languages so much faster than adults do. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think I think they're going to enjoy it. I know that it'll be challenging because they'll miss family, they'll yeah. miss home, they'll miss all the things that are familiar to them. Mm-hmm. But I think they're going to do a really good job. Yeah, I think you guys have prepared them well. So moving towards the end of our interview I just have a couple questions left so you have such well-behaved children (laughs) what is your secret to perfect parenting where you never make any mistakes um you'll make mistakes don't worry (laughs) (laughs) yeah um well I'm definitely not perfect by any means and I'm still learning how to be a parent too Mm -hmm. and every stage is a new stage but I think um teaching them to love the Lord with all their heart mind, soul, and strength, Mm -hmm. and to love their neighbor as themselves has been so vital in our life. It's taught them to, um, you know, do what is right, and it's taught them to stay close to the Lord so that they um, can know right from wrong, and really leaning on the Word of God, Mm -hmm. and also prayer, and also our um, community, and just knowing that um, everything's in His hands, and yeah. They also need to obey. <laughs> That's been very helpful too. Mm-hmm. And from a you know a very young age, we've taught them to obey the first time, and yeah. to obey quickly, not just when you feel like it. Ooh, um, and we as adults have struggles with that yeah, sometimes. So. Yeah, true. Doing what we're supposed to do the first time. <laughs> Being but. a parent definitely brings uh, a new growth in patience and yeah. also humility, because you know you think you're oh I've got this parenting thing down like. I think the funniest thing has been like, oh, I'll never be a van mom. I'm, and I, my child will never scream in the grocery store. Well, <laughs> very quickly, you know, my toddler, ah, in the grocery store. And, you're like, and I'm like, how do I make her stop? <laughs> Wait then, till she's done being a toddler. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we did get to a point where we worked on it really hard and it's like, good. That's not okay. And. You know, if I have to leave the store and just put back the refrigeratable items, then we'll just do that. Oh, gosh. That was really a... It only happened once. (laughs) Well, yeah. (laughs) Which helps. You've seen that mom carrying their kid wailing out of the grocery store, and you're like, Uh say a prayer for this mom. Mm Because, yeah. It's like, it's okay, honey. I've been there. Keep on fighting. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but it's... You know, I really enjoy being a parent. It's so rewarding, mm-hmm. and it's the hardest thing you ever do. You will ever do in your life, and you can't do it without the Lord. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's been what's gotten me through the tough moments. That's great. Yeah, just kind of to end things, wrap things mm-hmm. up. Can you tell a story about motherhood that's funny or surprising that'll totally embarrass your kids someday? Oh, I've got too many <laughs> <laughs> to pick one. <laughs> that's a good question. Well, there's always potty training stories, which are exciting. <laughs> there's also the what did my child swallow story. <laughs> was there like a whole book on that? <laughs> there was one time where we had just pulled up and I was like at some 
um, mom's meeting mm-hmm. and um, all of a sudden I heard my son make this funny noise mm-hmm. and I was like are you okay buddy and he looked at me I'm like oh no <laughs> and then he goes I swallowed a nickel <laughs> oh my gosh and I kind of freaked out and I have one friend that I'm like her son's a little older than mine so I immediately called her I'm like hey um you know who swallowed a nickel do I need to go to the ER <laughs> she goes as long as it hasn't blocked his airway and as long as he poops it out within this many days <laughs> if any of these things happen the doctor said come immediately to and as long as it's not the size of a quarter at his age he's fine and so I went through a little checklist and I'm like okay, okay you're okay <laughs> I was like buddy why'd you put it in your mouth and then because it was shiny <laughs> shiny <laughs> because that it was is. shiny oh my goodness um, he he's never done that again um it did pass all the way through which was good hallelujah <laughs> so um, we actually did not need to go to the doctor so, so. we'll just have this tape ready for when he is yeah. graduating high school and we can play yeah. it for all his friends i've got a lot of fun stories you know crayons <laughs> fix paper rub oh yeah yeah hide it <laughs> okay put it in a top shelf i know and hide sharpies sharpies yeah i don't know i my niece keeps finding sharpies in my house i'm like where are these coming from i don't know where you're you finding never them. even noticed that you had one in your entire house yeah. and then they find it oh well thank you so much for i know you're so busy and you guys are oh, doing so no much problem. to get ready for your move and mm-hmm. um we just love that you made time for us and just love you so much yeah well that is our interview for today thank you for listening and tune in next week for more shenanigans with rachel and natalie (laughs) we are the insta mamas you can follow rachel at fostering health 89 um, on instagram and you can follow me natalie uh, natalie underscore clean living 1990 have a great week Thank you for listening to our interview with one of our great mama friends. I'm glad that you tuned in, and I hope you really enjoyed that. Uh, I have some recommendations. If you like listening to podcasts on iTunes, there's a really great podcast called Brains On, and my kids and I, we love listening to it. Well, it's a little older for my toddler, but my elementary school kids loved it. And it's all about science stuff and questions answered. Very intriguing. Another great podcast is Stories Podcast. That's a great one to just have on in the car if you have long drives to go. And then, of course, before I've mentioned Sean Miner, Keto for Women. She is has hundreds of episodes and is a great resource, so be sure to check those out. I'm not currently reading anything i know natalie in her little cartoon voice had a recommendation for a book yes sorry uh i'm still feeling that cold but um i just finished reading it's a historical fiction novel it's called island of the sea women amazing read if it was a movie it'd probably be rated r for like the same reasons that um like schindler's list is rated r it has some parts that depict war and it's very realistic and they don't sugarcoat it Um, but it's a beautiful story um, of a korean woman and it's about motherhood and sisterhood and these women go through the most intense things i can't even imagine the pain and heartache they go through but um 
It's all about, yeah, relationships between sisters uh, and mothers and mothers-in-laws and all the complicated things that happen. And then it's during wartime in Korea. Um, and so, yeah, definitely worth the read. It is called Island of the Sea Women. And yeah. So thank you for listening. I'm going to have Rachel do our outro here. All right. Thank you for listening and thank you for the support. If you haven't got a chance to listen to the rest of our episodes, we have another three set up and be looking forward to next Tuesday when our next episode drops. We love you all. We appreciate you listening. We appreciate your support. God bless and have an awesome week.